On this episode, we catch up with Shannon Flanagan, former chief toaster for Toast Ale USA and current sustainability marketing leader at Grounded World. We get to talk about being sustainability curious and what that means for big brands and businesses. We also talk about how motherhood impacts the work that she does. We talk about conscious consumerism, especially at the Gen Z level. And we discuss how small changes from big brands can make even bigger impact in the market and potentially change the world. My name is Savon Bartley, and this is What's Good. Shannon, what's good? Hi, Savon. Man, um, well, I am in Chicago, so uh, food is good. I, food is on the brain right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm eating a lot of good things here. But yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, so you're in Chicago doing what exactly? I hear there's a big event. A lot of things are happening. Yes, yeah, so I'm here at the Path to Purchase Institute's um, conference called Future Forward. And um, I joined the Grounded Founders uh, on a panel discussing sort of future trends and future methodologies and sustainability that are really necessary for brands and retailers to, to get on board um, or, you know, they're going to be left behind. So it was a really, really fun time. We had a packed room, 400 folks to, to sort of talk about these sustainability uh, methodologies. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's awesome. How did you get into the sustainability world? Like, what what was your entry point? To, like, I think we should be talking about this more. I should be doing something about this. Uh, yeah, it's a good question. I I think like a lot of people, I had my own values at home. Like, you know, I'm, I'm recycling, or I'm you know reading the labels, yeah. or looking into things that I can just do as a consumer. Um, and I'd worked in the beer industry for a very long time, and just. You know, it, it became more and more nights where you're like, find yourself laying awake in bed and you're like, am I, am I like doing everything that I could be, could I be doing more? Like, and so, um, I got involved with a company called Toast, um, became their US CEO. Um, and they, so that was, you know, they will, it, Toast is a craft beer company. I guess I'll give a little background. Toast is a circular craft beer company brewing with yesterday's unsold loaves of bread. Uh, and then as a certified B Corp, um, Toast pours all of its residual profit into charities fighting food waste. So I was able to apply all of my beer background um, to a company with with a true cause, and and that was you know really living its mission. And so, and it also just aligned with my own personal sustainability values and just concern around around food waste um, at a global level and and its role in you know the the climate crisis. So so yeah, so I, I still I kind of wear two hats now. So I, I still advise for Toast. Um, I've I've been with the company for three years. Um stepped back as the CEO to just sort of take more of an advisory role um, as I came on board uh, with Grounded about gosh, almost a year ago. Wow. Um, and so that has been really exciting because now I'm not just you know affecting change with Toast, which is wonderful. Now I have I get to play a role in, in multiple brands and retailers who are looking to, you know, build up their sustainability um, positioning and initiative. Some are just, you know, sustainability curious. So it's like very much foundational level work. Some, you know, have been doing awesome stuff and they just need help to sort of continue amplifying that and growing that those causes within their umbrella. So, yeah. That's awesome. I love the phrase sustainability curious. I feel like <laughs> it's a wonderful entry level phrase for anyone interested in getting involved. Well, and it's true because there are so many companies that are like, we know this is a box we should tick. We want, you know, we're good. We're all good people like at heart, like, but we just don't know 
how to get in there. And it's actually kind of cool because it, we, we partner grounded partners with um, sustainable brands and they have sort of nine pillars of ways that brands and retailers can enter into sustainability if they're curious. So it just, I think it just makes things a lot less intimidating. I always think about like talking to my parents who are like, sure, they're going to do common sense, like things they wouldn't necessarily say like, this is, I'm being sustainable by like, you know, using my coffee grounds in the garden. But, you know, it's the same principles that you can bring to a brand to say like, okay, let's baby steps. Let's see where, you know, which of these areas we don't have to do everything. No, I think that's the the common misconception as brands are like, it's too much. I'm, I, you know, I can't, we can't do all this for just one, you know, coffee company, but kind of coming in, helping to kind of guide them in one of nine directions um, has been you know, a much easier way to, to take it, to take that on and then share that through to all, all of the stakeholders. So. No, that's incredible. Since you've been in Chicago at this event, talking about sustainability nonstop, trying to change the world, are there common questions you're hearing? Is, is it mostly the same question over and over again, like entry level, what do we do? Or are there very nuanced questions from, you know, industry to industry? Both. I think the most common. So at, at this conference, there's a lot of talk around consumer behavior and, you know, particularly young consumers. And so there's a lot of talk around greenwashing. And so brands saying they're going to do something or using kind of that squishy language. And so the actual response of like consumers, particularly young consumers, can cut right through that. They're like, I know that's, you know, or, or they're like, great, you're going to be carbon neutral in 2050. That's not going to get me to buy your toothpaste today. Like I need to see like change in the moment. Like this is, you know, we're in such a swift world. And so that's been what a lot of the questions have been around. Like, what can we be doing today to demonstrate particularly to these young consumers that like, we truly are engaged in, in changing the world. No, most definitely. It feels like the the younger generation is leading the charge on this kind of thing. They are they are not with the mess, the nonsense, the the lies, the deceit, the unmitigated gall. They are standing up against it, and it's fantastic. You know, with like, technology and how everyone has access to all this information now. I believe that before it was brands uh, had this giant veil in front of them; they could really just do whatever they wanted, and, and no one questioned it because none of us knew how it worked. Uh, none of us knew how the the bread got to the grocery store and then the, got to our, you know, kitchens, uh, food, the drinks, what they were putting in it. No one's reading the back of labels necessarily. We just know that this goes with this and it's kind of passed down and passed down with all this information that we have now. Uh, we are starting to question and the, you know, the red level events of the world being in the state that it's in when it comes to climate and you know, the the ocean and all of the stuff that we're affected by, you know, I think since we're feeling the effects now, it's more so like, hey, why why is it warm? Like in in December? Totally. <laughs> like, should we? I got questions. I got a lot of questions. Um, have, is there anything that you've heard at this uh, Path of Purchase event that stood out to you? Yeah, I mean, you're right. There's a lot about like, there's the the sentiment that's guiding these kids. And it's awesome. Like they're, they truly are looking for answers. Um, and um, what have I heard that stood out? Um, I guess, so. you know, a lot of the attendees here are from, you know, 
massive brands. So it's it's really interesting to see, you know, with my background being much more of a smaller, nimble team, it's cool to hear, you know, about, say, uh, frozen foods and s- single serve frozen foods that like move from a plastic bowl to a paper bowl. And like, that seems like such a small move. But when you're a massive brand and you're in every single freezer of every grocery store in the country, like those numbers are huge. So I did meet um, Conegra was on our, our panel and they had mentioned one of their brands switching just from a plastic bowl to paper um, and that dropped their footprint of that product by 80%, which is like, yes, and now do it with the next brand. And now, you know, the next brand in the shelf will t- have to follow suit. And so that that kind of, you know, changes, it, it might seem like not a big deal as a consumer, but it's that, that's huge. So that's definitely really exciting. No, that's so, awesome. So pa- packaging innovation, I guess, is, is a really big one that, that we're hearing a lot about this week. No, and the small changes, like you said, it's like change one thing, you know, you you start off uh, in, in, in one area and then actually you, as you get that one confirmed and you, you get it nice and tight and you move on up the up the ladder. And speaking of the uh, the younger generation, I, I believe you are a mom. You're, you're, I am. Yes. <laughs> you're a mom. And, and I can I can imagine that you are concerned about the state of the world since being a mom, maybe even more than before. Uh, and and worried about you know what's what's going to be left, what's coming up, what are the things you're concerned about? How how does does that at all influence the work that you do? Of course, um, yes. And it's funny, you know, we look at all these projections that all these brands have of you know I feel like the sweet spot of everyone's going to be carbon neutral by 2040, 2050, and I'm like picturing my adult child like at that time and like what her world will be like, because, you know, those projections currently have no fish in the sea and no, you know, all these things. So it's like, yeah, it, there, there is a sense of urgency when you start to put, put things into that perspective as, as a parent, for sure. No, it's incredible to, to be, to have your own moral uh, reasoning to, to do the work <laughs> that you do. And then also have this parental reasoning. I feel like it's this, this sword and shield that, that you're that you're holding on to and going into the world saying now we, we actually have to change this because you know my daughter uh is to- totally this. nah that's yeah. that's incredible um what is the thing that you're most excited about moving forward uh when it comes to sustainability uh marketing and consumer control is there um you know a new product on the horizon that you're looking at is there uh, a new area that you're interested in getting involved in, whether it's packaging, whether it's distribution, like what, what is the most exciting thing in the world of Shannon Flanagan these days? <laughs> um, I don't know if it's in the world of Shannon Flanagan, but I am really excited just to see this tone of authenticity. Um, there's so many folks, of course, when you're talking future innovations, people like to do a quick like, where are we coming from? And like, there's a little bit here of sort of, oh, that was so nice and easy back when we did display ads and everyone was on two media platforms and oh, how, you know, we turned on the TV and we watched a Super Bowl commercial. And like, there's a little bit of like pining for those like glory days. Like, okay, that's fine. That's a, you know, I'm into nostalgia, but I think for me, it's really exciting to see that the current moment, like it's it's not linear. It's there's so many influences, and that because of this, we as consumers 
it's particularly, again, those young consumers are just driven to authenticity and they can just see through things. And so it's an, it's a challenge to brands, but it's an exciting challenge. Like you, you have to be authentic and you have to, you know, in, in the world of sustainability, you have to truly live these values or we're, you know, the kids aren't going to buy your Oreos. And so it's, it's exciting to kind of have everybody's kind of like hand to the flame to be like, all right, now what are you going to do? And so that's, it's also an exciting challenge at, at Grounded because that's where we come in, right? We we help brands to understand where they can authentically live in the space um, because, you know, consumers are absolutely demanding that now. So I like that. Definitely. Definitely. And I'll, I'll we'll, we'll do this one and then we'll call it. Uh, are there any, are there any of your favorite brands out there that ones that are you know, doing a pretty decent job or just, you know, you love their product or you want to, uh, give us a, a sneak peek as to who we should be looking at for those of us who are trying to find a, a good example of, you know, being sustainable. Yeah. So there's a trend that I've seen brought up a few times this week um, that I hadn't given much thought to, and it's actually so smart in its simplicity, but um, there's a canned water brand called Liquid Death. Um, I always thought that was a bit silly. It's like a very like hardcore rock and roll can of water <laughs> um but uh, besides the positioning probably almost in dis- despite of the positioning the kids are buying it because the kids are smart and know that aluminum recycles forever and they will not touch a plastic water bottle and we all know we carry our water bottles sometimes we forget it and so these young kids are gravitating towards this brand simply because it is the only still water in a can um, so it, it aligns with their sustainability values. So hopefully that means that like brands are going to are paying attention. And like in two years, you know, we walk into a Seven Eleven, and every, you know, every brand is in a can. But um, for now, I thought, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I get it. And now maybe I will. I, too, might be a liquid death consumer someday. <laughs> yes. No, I, I'm really going to look into these people and hope that they have their own rock band. Like they need, they need, like, who are the brand ambassadors for this thing? I know. I, yeah. I'm like, it just seems like it's a bold move to call your, your, your water brand liquid death. But anyway, I'm, but now it's totally, you know, new value prop and um, I love it. So. Nah, it's great. Shannon, I want to say thank you for joining us on this episode of the podcast. You've been absolutely incredible with all of this information. I hope you're enjoying yourself in Chicago at the path of purchase event and you know you're eating all the deep dish you're <laughs> getting all, all of all of the food all of the portillos all the chocolate cake shakes everything that you can possibly imagine <laughs> i believe the weather is kind of nice this time of year so you don't have to worry about the cold it is thank That's you Savannah. this uh, is awesome i'm i'm gonna have a i'm gonna have a portillo's chocolate shake for you uh, thank you very much. Uh, I, I definitely need uh, it. has been fantastic. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform. Share it with a friend and give it a five-star rating. It helps spread the good news to the people that need to hear it. This episode is brought to you by Grounded World, a multi-award-winning B Corp certified social impact agency that helps brands, retailers, nonprofits, and startups activate their brand purpose and create positive change. 
My name is Savon Bartley, and if you would like to learn more, head over to grounded.world to get in touch. Thank you for listening. Until next time.